Everybody, Quest of Oak Island, happy Tuesday, everybody. What's happening out there? And like a little quick Quest uh, 30 uh, pre-show. And we'll go from there. Just a regular show tonight. 9 to 10 p.m. Thank you very much, Sydney. Very good. There's Gloria. Everybody checking in. Hello, Tammy Williams. Wait for people to warm up and uh, start coming in for this Tuesday, season 11, episode number two, as I'm going by. Don't forget, tomorrow night on Wednesday at 6.45, uh, Judy will be with me doing her synopsis and going over everything that's happening on tonight's episode. Hello, Judy Neal. There's Scott. Hello, Scott, to you. There's Luann. Hello, Luann. There's Brenda. There's Curtis. There's the Guardian. Yep. Very, very, very good. I think we got a lot to look forward to this season. I hope the hype is real. Hello, Carol. I got all my cough drops in. This is something that's just hanging on with me. This is like the third week. So if my voice starts crackling, well, then we'll have to end it quicker. But so far, so good. There's Tammy Williams. <clears throat> Hello, Gary. <laughs> I want to mention uh, a new supporter. We'll go over all the individual supporters tomorrow night. Super Symmetry. Super Symmetry. I thank you so much for your support. You're new. Enjoy the crew. Hello, hobbies. Hello, Ray. There's Tim. Hello, Gary. There's Scott, our main man Scott. Don't forget, at 10.15 p.m. after the show, I'll be live on Discord, if my voice can take it. At 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Discord, and we're all sort of on the phone, through the Internet, talking, and audio, no text, just audio. Love to hear your voices. Yup, Scott, I know. This is spoiler central for the whole year. Hello, pirate. Hello, Becky. And, um, yeah, we're spoiler central for the whole year, uh, Scott. I know you guys don't get it till Sunday night at 9 p.m. Why don't you get a VPN like all the rest of the people get? 
trick your internet that your uh, servers in the United States and get a program uh, to watch the uh, Curse of Oak Island like we watch it here in the USA on Tuesdays. Hello, David. Hello, Eric. Yep, they're pumping us up full of stuff. Like I said, I want to thank our new member, our support member in the membership, Super Symmetry. Thank you so much for joining. Also, it's uh, Charlotte Wheatley's birthday today. She's in partnership with uh, Daniel Spino doing those excellent research reports on the blog they reinvented there. And uh, happy birthday to you, Charlotte Wheatley. Hello, Susan Coyle. Of course, I got to thank all my moderators. Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Kathy, and Tanya from Portugal. Also, Jeff on the YouTube side. Jeff M. And Glory on the YouTube side. Fantastic. Like tomorrow, we'll give everybody a shout out. But on Quick Quest 30 pre-show, you guys know who you are. I appreciate each and every one of you, which I'll mention your names all tomorrow. Got little bits and pieces out of the History Channel. And John Smith's lot, 11. A Samuel Ball update, a picture of that. The Rustall Shack update location that I have never seen. Hello, Judy. And um, I thought the first show had some decency in it. Let me bring this up, a little preview. Tonight is called... Episode two, heavy lifting. Hello, Ashley. Hello, Professor. Make sure you tell Charlotte we said from the quest, happy, happy birthday, Professor. Tell her, thank you. Uh, tonight it's called heavy lifting, episode two. And they got some new information on other episodes more than November into December. So here's a screenshot, but I'll go over it. All right, what we got next Tuesday is taking their shot. It's called episode three. Hello, Renee. Hello, RNB, wearing his free hat. I love it, RNB. Episode four, the 28th of November, It's called Sheer Mystery. December 5th, Episode 5, Muyan the Horizon. Holy Muyan! That's December 5th at 9 p.m. USA, this is Episode 5, Muyan the Horizon. December 12th, Episode 6 is called The Grand Opening. And the last one I got is December 19th, Tuesday, 9 p.m. USA only. This is is not international. Episode 7 is called The Great Flood. I'll post this later on our channel so people know what to expect. But as you know, I'm looking for a storyline. 
Um, but I guess they're all over the place this year. They're not really pushing Templar so far. Uh, a lot of push on the gold finds and the garden shaft. So we'll see. We'll keep them close, guys. We'll keep them close. The Upper A will have another hat giveaway tomorrow night. Free hat, quest hat, tomorrow night, Wednesday. So be with us for a live drawing for a free quest hat tomorrow night's podcast. Like I said, we'll be with Judy tomorrow. And um, we'll have a lots to say and lots to show, lots of screenshots. Hello, Stacy. There's Jeff M. There's Renee. Stacy. Yup, Daniel. You're pushing that silver, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to go over a couple of shots they gave us preview um, last Tuesday night. Okay, Stacy, we need a photo. Thank you. Which they gave us some tease last week. Yeah, I feel a little bit better, Renee. I'm all full of cough drops and um, still in my chest, but we'll just go from there. Do what we can do. See how long we can go. So here's some screenshots taken uh, from last week's promo for tonight. And we'll talk about it. Now that we know that that big 20 by 20 hole that we saw them digging with the long arm excavator is where they found with Muyan. Aladdin's cave. Becky, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every penny helps. Thank you so much. So we finally know what this long reach excavator was digging. They're going for that void, Tim. It's that's where the that's what they showed me this past Tuesday, uh, David. But we had a dig of that 20 by 20 foot hole last year, if you remember. Then they teased us with this camera shot of inside Aladdin's cave. It's about as clear as I can get it. If you guys can get it clearer, go ahead. Daniel Spino says Aladdin's cave is mostly a natural limestone cavern, probably. This is just below the money pit area. Yeah. Yeah, Luann. Hello, Caroline. Hope you've been fine. And this is the previews they showed us last Tuesday for tonight. Not meaning that they're going to show all this. But this is what we grabbed uh, last week after the two-hour premiere. And that's what Marty's looking at through the camera. Hello, Kathy the Hook. I hope you're doing good. And uh, they're saying there's wood in that void, which they're calling Aladdin's Cave. Why they named it Aladdin's Cave, I have no idea. 
good production, a good hook. And this is where they posted in the war room, the money pit void. They call it all the money pit, so I'm pretty sure they think they're in the right money pit spot. And that's why I got some information here on uh, John Smith's uh, location and foundation. Hello, Anthony. Could be, Ashley. And this is where the muon is telling them it's below the surface of the money pit. Why they keep on reference to the money pit if they don't know where it is, it's beyond me. Hello, Eric. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Hook. We're getting there. And this is what they're going to show us tonight, I hope. This is the preview from the Muyan people in the war room. But you don't know, this could be probably last year. So as I edit it, just be careful. Get the timeline in there. And she said, this is the first time in 40 years it's been set in dirt. What was set in dirt? I don't know. It could have been that little artifact. This is wood structure. They said they found in the swamp. You know? So we'll see what kind of structure this was in the swamp that they didn't see before. And this is where they're pulling in the long reach excavator to dig after that Aladdin's cave that we'll find out tonight. Don't forget, please like the channel. Please hit a uh, subscribe button if you can. Please hit the notification bell so you know when I'm on. Dee, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm getting there. Just got to be careful. A lot of chicken soup. Thank you so much, Dee. Dee. <clears throat> and then they were looking at this boulder in the swamp. It's rounded. Like Nolan's Cross. Could it be part of the boulder alignment? I guess we're going to have to go into that this year. So we got the lot five. We got the swamp. We got the boulders. We got Aladdin's cave. I don't remember that white rock sticking out before. But that's just me. I'm more curious about that tablet that looks like the Ten Commandments. That rectangular stone sitting right there. You see it off to the right. <laughs> so we'll see what they say about these items in tonight's show. Yep, Scott. Just more questions about the swamp. I hear you, Scott. Then there's Ashley Wright. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Unbelievable. My big question is, why did they name it Aladdin's Cave? Does it look like a, uh, what do you call it? The thing, the smoke, the, the smoke comes out of the, the bottle, the genie bottle. Maybe it looks like that. Who knows? 
more answers we need please more answers less questions more answers tonight but we'll see Aladdin's lamp yeah maybe how the smoke comes out of it that's how the anomaly or limestone cave or treasure cave or offset chamber looks like i have no idea Aladdin's lamp yep And this high density anomaly is 230 feet deep. Well, if they only got a permit to go 20 feet deep this year in the garden shaft, and maybe some horizontal digging, they're at 92. Or no, 102. Well, this says 230. So drill around this anomaly like Holy Muyan says, and see if you can pick up some samples, guys. Then throw a camera down there. Do a six-inch hole. Throw a camera down there. Do a six-inch hole. Just to see if it's not all murky and muddy. Just do it. The upbeat, a lot of smoke. We're seeing a lot of smoke. <laughs> they're doing a good job of smoking us out. I hear you. But I'm saying here, they're saying this anomaly is 230 feet deep. We're not even close to that depth. Yep, Scott. So I guess they did put a pipe in. Smoke and mirrors, the hook says. They did put a six-inch pipe in, or an eight-inch pipe, and they did put the camera down. That's how we got those screenshots of that void. Okay, Stacy Gabler. So that's the preview for tonight. To get some answers on Aladdin's cave, the stone in the swamp, the Muyan descriptions of what's going on in the war room. We'll be watching close. You know what I mean, guys? We'll be watching close. All right. Also on the History Channel, they did some uh, little snippets that I thought were interesting. They get all the credit for this, not me. And um, I got a little AI program about John Smith. It's about six minutes long. I'll show you guys. I put it on YouTube. I put it on the Facebook, but a lot of people don't see it until I post it like on here. So forgive me for the repeat, but people really don't see it. Oh, the Sam Ball uh, lot information. And whereabouts they're putting the rest all shack, because it's all done, it's all remodeled. They want to put it in the exact same location that it was. And I thought that was interesting. I mean, some of these snippet videos, I like better than the whole show. Is that just me or is that you guys too? Like drilling down in these snippets of videos of little different areas that maybe they don't think is important to put in the show. Sometimes I think it's better than the show. Even though the show might have one major turnaround excitement part. But it's not too long, you know what I mean guys?
Stacy, I got to tell you, without John and his updates on the offseason, I'd go nuts. You live for the drone footage. Yeah. So do we all summer. Otherwise, I got nothing to show. We owe that uh, Osprey Muyan a ton. I hope he comes back 2024. But you don't know. That's up to him. All right, let me show you some screenshots of what I'm talking about. Yeah, Luane, we get a lot of information from these small little bits. All right, here's an update that I had never seen. Hello, we are watchers. How are you? I guess they got the plywood in there to uh, hold up the walls. There's Daniel. I found it interesting they talked about the Tory stone. Yup, and it's possibly being connected to the 90-foot stone. That was their first investigation of Daniel and Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised on that too when they talked about that 90-foot stone. Yeah. So this is uh, the update on what Sam Ball, Samuel Ball's foundation looks at it. This could have been last year. This could have been this year. But I haven't seen no updates like this there. And I thought it was important. Seventeen eighty-eight, the Samuel Ball. Seventeen eighty-seven, the Samuel Ball. Well, that's a few years before the discovery of seventeen ninety-five, right, guys? But Samuel Ball, we got to figure that guy out. Still very, very strange. And that big wall, what's it, about eight foot wide, four foot high, stacked pretty good. That goes along lot 26. Yep, you guys, very much involved. On what detail will we ever know? I don't know. Mystery man. Yep, Kathy. Here's the shed, the Rustall shed, all done. The specs the way it was. That's near the uh, interpretive center right now. Doug did a good job remodeling this thing. Not remodeling, rebuilding it. Yup, David, I hope so too. Yup, Pete. Yup, David, the descents were on the show. Yep of Samuel Ball. Here's how the Restall shack looked. Fred Nolan saved it on his property. There's Daniel. We think we have Ball figured out. He was involved in an elaborate smuggling operation which generated his wealth, not cabbages. Very good, very good. Hello, Lewis. Let us know when you get your hat. Thank you. 
So this is what the shed looked like on Fred Nolan's property. And this is what they rebuilt it to be. And now they're looking on the exact place near the beach to put it. I hear you, Tammy. And here is the guys looking for coordinates of whereabouts on the beach this Restall shack should be constructed on this location. Ken, there's no hat giveaway tonight. Uh, hashtag hat will be tomorrow night on our podcast Wednesday night with Judy. Discussing everything going on tonight on tonight's show. Pulling them apart like we usually do. Same format. No surprises here. Same thing. Tons of bootleg and distillation operations in Nova Scotia at the time. I agree with Daniel. You got it, David. Probably never looked that good, Pete. <laughs> but they'll find the right location, GPS it somehow from old photos or something, and put it right there. The Beach Shack, they're calling it. Almost sounds like a, a, a song, don't it? Hello, Stacy Beck. Got a lot of Stacys. All right, now we're going to get into something of this. I thought it was very interesting. If you want to hear um, all that stuff on John Smith's reincurrence there on his foundation, you go to the History Channel. I didn't put the closed captions on. So you have to go there and listen to them, what they said. Okay, Lewis, thank you. I think you got it quick. Seventeen ninety to eighteen oh six, the John Smith. Seventeen ninety five. Two, John Smith, the lots. That's the love shack, Ashley says. <laughs> the B-52s, huh? The B-52s. And here they're trying to locate on the money pit area where the foundation of Smith's John Smith's house was by GPS, which I thought was very, very interesting. It could be, it could be not. I'm just passing you on the information how I saw it. I did post it, uh, I did post it last night. Follow Daniel and Charlotte on the investigation about John Smith's foundation in the mysterious Money Pit postcard. They do a great job. But when I saw this on TV, on TV, on the internet, I just had to pass it along yesterday. I had no idea Daniel was doing a snippet on this, but uh, very interesting to find this. 
And that's the spot where they say John Smith's foundation was. Yup, Lewis, very good. I don't know. The post office delivered quick. And they said from this old photo, Daniel might have another opinion, I'm not sure. But those piles of rocks in this old photo is the remaining foundation of John Smith's home. So those piles of rocks are right there where Jack is spray painting that X. That's where they say it is. Okay, Daniel. Daniel says their investigation, him and Charlotte, started before this short, the short video that they showed me yesterday that I found was known to have been filmed. This short was known. It started before this short was known. Yep. They're reading your mind or something. Who knows? So they're saying this pile of rocks is John Smith's old foundation. And that's where they're trying to coordinate it on the money pit now in 2023. Now I'm going to do a short video. I'm going to do a short video on John Smith. And we'll go from there. All right. This is a little bit of history of John Smith and the dates. John Smith's family originally came from Dumbarton, Scotland, via a period of time in Boston, then to Nova Scotia. Thankfully, in 1884, a Smith family member produced a genealogical chart on the family. John was born in Boston on the 20th of August, 1775. He had another brother who did not survive birth. John's father was Duncan Smith, and his mother was Margaret, Nee McLean. According to the Ward Chipman Papers, MG, 23D1, Series 1, Volume 24-1, the Smith family arrived in Nova Scotia during 1776. According to the Smith family records, the family first went to Halifax where Duncan applied his blacksmith trade. In 1784, the Smith family is part of Five Family Memorial, grant request, for land, then are approved and included in a 31,500-acre general grant at Chester. This is when they arrive in the area. As part of Duncan's grant, he was permitted to draw for an Oak Island lot. The island shares document covering the post-Loyalist period and dating to 1784 indicates Duncan to own lot 24. Duncan sold this lot to Ambrose Allen on the 24th of February, 1785 for 10 pounds Halifax money. Duncan dies at some point between the sale of this property and 1788. His passing is not recorded in the Chester records, nor is it recorded at the Lunenburg County level. No grave marker exists, no will, and even the family records do not give an exact date. I can only conclude that he did not die in the Chester area. We know from the family papers that Duncan received threats while living in Halifax. Perhaps this was the location for his demise. John Smith's mother Margaret was not long in seeking a new husband. 
She and Neil McMullen were legal published at some point between the 27th of April, 1788 and the 26th of October, 1788 too. The Smith family papers tell us that after Neil and Margaret were married, they moved to Oak Island. Neil purchased Lot 11 on the 6th of October, 1789 from Daniel Vaughn, then Lots 9 and 10 on the 17th of June, 1793 from Martin Marshall. Considering John was only 13 years of age when his mother married, it stands to reason that he too moved to Oak Island. The 1791 poll tax returns for Chester Records Neil McMullen as a farmer on Oak Island. Unfortunately, the poll tax was not a census and was not required to list family members. However, it is a likely conclusion for Oak Island to also be the family. Residents and no other mainland lots are in Neil's name. The family records, deeds, and poll tax, when all combined, indicate the family was living on Lot 11. On the 26th of June, 1795, John Smith of Chester, Yeoman III, purchased Lot 18 from Caspar Wallenhaupt for £7.10 shillings currency. The deed itself, or rather the deed registration process, falls outside of the established process for Chester Township properties. This deed appears to be the only deed from Chester Township, which was not processed through the Chester's Justice of the Peace. Chester's JP was required to maintain the proprietor papers and island shares document. Thus, all deeds would pass through him for recording. He would then forward an administrative note to Lunenburg to have the deed filed in the County Book of Deeds. John Smith's deed totally circumvents this process. The Smith family papers say John and Anne Floyd married on the 2nd of May, 1799. Their first child, Neil McMullen Smith, was born on the 11th of November, 1800. John and Anne would go on to have 11 more children, with the last being Elizabeth born in 1829. The family papers record all of these children being born on Oak Island, with seven also dying on Oak Island. There is not much additional information at this time, except for a letter dated 1854 from John Smith Jr., in which he speaks of the diggers, and a letter from Mr. George Cook of the Oak Island Association, dated the 27th of January, 1864. In this letter, Mr. Cook tells of the inscribed stone and John Smith's second house, where he placed the stone in his fireplace. Analysis the facts tell of a much different story to John Smith and illuminates a much different history of the island than was supposedly passed by Anthony Vaughn Jr. to Robert Creelman in 1849. From that information, the legend took form. While points of discovery may have elements of truth, it clearly could not have occurred in 1795 as the way it was supposedly described. One must wonder what, if any, participation Smith may had in discovery. Considering the testimony of Judge Desbrise, this would exclude Smith and Anthony Vaughn Jr. from discovery. However, they are the folks who were alive in 1849 with Ball dying in 1846 and McGinnis in 1826. First residing on Lot 11, then after Neil McMullen purchased Lots 9 and 10 from Martin Marshall, Neil would now own two houses on Oak Island. Did John Smith take residence in Martin Marshall's previous dwelling? Either way, John was residing on either Lot 9, 10, or 11 until he built his second house in about 1810 on Lot 18. This can be important as we know from a few descriptions of discovery that smaller carved rocks were found shallow in the pit. As with the inscribed stone, these smaller stones were most likely taken away, but to where? 
McGinnis's and Ball's foundations are clear of any such small carved beach stones, but until now, we didn't know the aforementioned information of John Smith. Thus, those stones might be located in or around an old foundation on lot 9, 10, or 11. Additional. A note for all those R.V. Harris readers, he identified the wrong John Smith as there were two John Smiths in Chester, with the other marrying Sarah Floyd. Thus, R.V. also got the wrong marriage date. An additional note is for Mary Smith to have lived in the house of Judge Desbrousset while he was a boy. He claims to have visited Oak Island as a boy, and obviously gained his knowledge from her. In his 1870 history of Lunenburg County, the judge does not include John Smith in discovery. Very, very interesting, guys. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying, Judy. Wondering any of those seven children were buried on Oak Island. Never found any kind of family cemetery there. Nothing. It's got to be around this homestead, no? Where's Daniel? Smith agreed to keep the smuggling covered up and hidden. That's how he was able to buy lot 18. Okay, Daniel. You know, but all the kids and family that died in Oak Island, I don't think they went to the mainland and buried them at the mainland, but I could be wrong. They haven't found any kind of uh, cemetery, backyard cemetery, but yet, unbelievable. That's what perked my ears up. You know what I mean, Tammy? R.V. Harris was a 33-degree Freemason. Yep. Unbelievable. Nobody buried at Oak Island. And Stacy says, with the massive digging, who knows where they are? Yeah. Yeah, Dunfield, who the heck knows what happened? After all these years and all the digging and all the drilling. Hope they never come across a grave myself, Judy. That would put things to a stop. So I thought that was interesting. Daniel and Charlotte will have more details on this John Smith's foundation. I just like they showed us, if true or not, the GPS coordinates or where that foundation with all those stones at that old photo was on the present day money pit and they'll go from there that's what i was thinking glory like you always go back to your main homestead and get buried i mean they came to oak island but you don't get buried on oak island you go to the town that you were born so maybe that's what they did then too i'm not sure here's luann dependent on family traditions many had family burial sites up at home yeah luann correct <laughs> Tammy gets upset. And Tim, no burial records. No, not that I know of. It could be. All right, then they went back to this. The 13 round circular depression on lot five is no longer circular, it's wide open. There's Daniel. I suspect there were burials on Oak Island. On the western side of the island, it is rumored. 
Thank you very much, Professor. I never heard that before. I'm hearing it now. I hope my cough drop doesn't hit the microphone now. <clears throat> so they're really opening up this 13-foot depression. Again, we look at the stone that they mentioned tonight. Yeah, lot five has got a lot of strange things. Again, this boulder, stone boulder, that's peeking out, rounded, pointed. Again, Muyan. And Aladdin's cave. So what do you guys think that might be the big surprise? Daniel says, they have found in the past burned human ash. They have. News to me. Not sure, David, if the boulder's next to that structure in the swamp. They never give us details of whereabouts it is. They show us the boulder, and then they'll show us a close-up of a wooden structure that just the whole frame is full of wood. So we don't know where that is. So we'll see tonight. Of course, Judy will be with me tomorrow night, getting all the particulars down in her synopsis, like last week. But at least last week, we're not going crazy from 8 p.m. Eastern time to 11 p.m. Like tonight, I'll be on Discord at 10.15, three hours from now with our crew, discussing some things after I put up some promotions of tonight's show. But... uh this Aladdin Caves is uh, perked my ears up. And here's Daniel. Human Ash from Dan Blankenship and Triton, Triton Company. Luann is just way off to the side. to the right side. You see on the bottom is the little short stone wharf. I don't call it a roadway. It's a little bit to the north of the stone road. You see that, Luann? Nowhere close to the eye. The eye is way the heck up. Why we never saw this before, I have no idea. Maybe it wasn't dug out around it. Hello, Kyle. And uh, we'll see what they say. I mean, they can't do nothing until the drainage more of the swamp. And Steve putting his GPS pole on all these points and trying to connect it. You know what I mean? He also told about the elevations. 
He loves the elevations that they're showing. <clears throat> yep, Kyle. Kyle lives in Brunswick, Maine. Very, very good. Invasion of the acorn snatchers. Anchor Rock, did they find those iron eye bolts around that area? Hello, Darlene. How the heck you been? There's Darlene. Kyle's got it all figured out. But what I'm saying is, let's get some facts. Let's get some sinus. Sinus. Imagine that sinus. (laughs) Science to figure it all out. And we'll know as the season goes on if it's going to the plus side or it's going to the negative side. You know, we tell it the way it is, plus or minus, the good stuff and the bad stuff. The production side with the advertising and the treasure side. Don't forget you got two sides. We're in it for the long run, but I tell it the way it is. No sugar coating here. Whatever happens, happens. But they better give us some good Muyan. Two years of Muyan data, because that's what I always harped on. I'm sick of yelling, holy Muyan! And we get no information. And they have targets they can go after. They can drill to that target. They can GPS that target. So there's no excuse if they show an anomaly that they can drill to that anomaly and try to get a sample of what's in there and drop a camera down as long as it's clear. That's all the Muon technology that I love. None of this making Swiss cheese all over the place. Science. Just science. Yeah, Tim. Hello, Sandra. You know what I mean, guys? I'll believe it when I see it. I'm like Marty. You know, put something in my hand. Okay, the Templar's this, the Templar's that. Okay, Roman coins, 12 inches in the dirt. Doesn't convince me that Templars were there. Okay, we've had Zena's map for years. What do we find? Hello, Carol. Stacy. You got to put a picture up. We got to see what that hat on. Receive my hat. Thank you. The two-year draw is over. <laughs> there you go. The grail. So I'm just saying, I hope they don't pull our chain too much or give us the big hook hook. Because 11 years is a lot of time, a lot of data. We're with the guys as much as we can be. I'm in it to the end, like a lot of guys and girls that uh, tell me we're into the end. We're too much invested now to just say to heck with it. I'm turning this stuff off. You know, they're just uh, stretching in here and stretching it there. They only can stretch so much, and they only got so much um, volume of information they can go off of. So we'll see. You know what I mean? We'll see what's going on. So like I said, uh, tonight's uh, show is called uh, Episode 2, Heavy Lifting. Enjoy the show tonight. Join me and Judy tomorrow night at 6.45 for all the little details of what's going on. 
And if you want to talk to me after the show, join our Discord channel, Q-O-O-I Discord channel, and uh, just say your opinions of what happened. We're only on for maybe 20 minutes, and that's it. Then I got to get back to work. You know what I mean, guys? So that's about all I got for tonight. You know what I mean? So get ready for the show at 9 p.m. here, USA time. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Thanks for coming in. But on this pre-show Tuesday, what do I tell you guys all the time? Remember, members, always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are, for tomorrow is a never given. Never. In this crazy, crazy world we live in, oh, my lordy, 40, holy mooey on nutties. Nutties. So as my friend Jan says, you keep on smiling. You never know what that other person is going through, but you put a smile on your face. Keep it going. Stay safe. Stay strong and keep that positivity going. Have that positivity aura around you. No matter how you feel, keep that positivity forward. Thank you for joining me uh, tonight on our pre-show Tuesday. A short quick quest 30. Been on for about uh, 50 minutes. Um, Not much more information to give you to what you already saw. Please join my YouTube channel if you can. Sub, uh, notification bell when I pop on. A lot of 40-second to 50-second pop-ons. And uh, I thank you so much. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, short show. Thank you. Take care, and bye-bye.